You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Today, it's a matchup Thursday. That means we go into the laboratory and see what I have spit out here with the rankings for the week for wide receiver tight end streaming defenses. Then we'll get to the players on the fence here with start-sit advice, the recommendations there. People you're not sure that you should put in your lineups there, as well as the no-brainer starts. And this covers all the games. Thursday, we have Saturday games as well, triple header as well. Some good action there for you on Saturday between the Colts and Vikings, the Ravens and Browns, and closing it with the Dolphins and Bills. So a lot of uh, good stuff to look at there on Saturday. Don't forget about that and setting your lineups. It is fantasy football playoff time in a lot of seasonal leagues. Some of you are... Going into next week, trying to get in possibly in the smaller leagues. We'll help you with that as well as uh, some things you should consider about for DFS here. And we will get into DFS specific picks there with our prize picks, picks of the week on lineup Friday tomorrow, as well as some FanDuel cash game and DraftKings tournaments advice for you there for the main slate. So a lot of good stuff still coming on Friday, but we got to get to Thursday and break down. The three positions, wide receiver, tight end, and defense for you. It's crossover Thursday here on Locked On Fantasy Network in terms of uh, our sister shows here as the Locked On team-specific shows break down the games here based on the matchups. It's presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun, and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. You just pick two to six players, and they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection. You can win up to ten times your money on your entry can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love price picks, and you know you will too. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com promo code locked on. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen today. We're free and available to you on all platforms, and uh, we can't wait to get in our prize picks of the week. We'll put that on hold for tomorrow. Look uh, at the best projections available there for you. But we got to look at the wide receivers here that you're going to look at first in your fantasy league. These are the first up the rankings. We'll go with our wide receiver ones and twos. These are our top 24 here. No-brainer starts in most league formats here. So let's uh, get into it. Number one on my list is still Justin Jefferson. I get it. The matchup against the Colts on paper with Stephon Gilmore is not great, but... You look at Justin Jefferson, it doesn't matter. He is eating here. He can sense that 2,000-yard receiving mark, set the all-time record there, coming off a 200-yard receiving game. He's dominating targets here. Really, they don't have too much else going on except for Adam Thielen. We'll get into him. We actually like him a lot as well this week. But this is their offense. They're not running with the ball that well with Dalvin Cook in the moment. They're going to light it up. I think the Colts put up some numbers here with Jonathan Taylor. Provide some resistance there with Matt Ryan throwing the ball downfield. So Justin Jefferson is going to see another big monster target game and come through. I also love Jamar Chase this week. T. Higgins and 
Tyler Boyd, a little bit banged up. We'll see if they can play. Higgins has a hamstring injury. Boyd is more likely to miss the game with a finger injury. That could uh, boost Trent Irwin here. But when you look at Jamar Chase, he's going to dominate there. The Bucks secondary, Jamel Dean is hurting here. Sean Murphy Bunting just getting over an injury in the middle. So they're getting weak on the back end. Chase is going to dominate targets here against the Buccaneers. Secondary really reeling right now. Carlton Davis hasn't played all that well either. So... Good team to attack there with Jamar Chase this week. A.J. Brown comes in at number three. The Bears secondary by the numbers hasn't allowed all that much, and the Eagles could run on them, but I think it's going to be a complete smash spot for the Eagles. We talked about it. They can pass on them. They can run on them with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is feeling that MVP love. A.J. Brown is going to be a big part of it this week. Stephon Diggs, I mean, he's been the offense here. He did have a quiet game against the Jets, but he'll eat up the Dolphins all over the field. He's at number four. Devontae Adams, we'll see if the Patriots try to scheme him out. It's going to be a little bit tough with their injuries uh, going into the game. So something to uh, worry about there with the Patriots. Uh, can they handle all the stuff here with uh, Devontae Adams? Uh, they're either going to have to commit to stopping Josh Jacobs, which I think is going to be the case because they can do that a little bit easier with their run defense. Uh, Adams is still a matchup nightmare where you put him inside or outside and the uh, Patriots secondary not all that good with Jalen Mills and others on the outside. CeeDee Lamb, I think, rebounds big time here. They didn't have to do too much last week against the Texans. Texans' pass defense actually pretty good. The Jaguars have really dropped off here. They can also work Lamb into the slot, which is uh, big here in this matchup. So number six, CeeDee Lamb. Number seven, Garrett Wilson. That's right. We're feeling with Garrett Wilson here against the Lions at home. You can see a little bit of Jeff Okuda. It doesn't matter. Garrett Wilson is schemed open nicely. There's no Corey Davis, potentially with a concussion. Elijah Moore can also have some success in the slot, but Wilson is a clear alpha here for Mike White, who should play through his ribs injury. So he's the highest he's been all season here. Garrett Wilson against the Lions. Then I have the Chargers do a back-to-back. The volume is high. really just depends on the touchdown here. And the matchup is fantastic against the Titans. Keenan Allen. I know the slot, the Titans are a little bit better, but they're banged up on the outside with Christian Fulton battling a growing injury. So great for Allen Williams. They're back-to-back at 8-9. and nine. Terry Kill fading a little bit. He's got the ankle injury. He should play, but it is a Bills. You can't sit him, but usually he's in the top five. We slide him down to 10 this week. Emma brown against the Jets. I get it. It's a tough matchup there with Sauce Gardner for this passing game, but Sauce is not the inside guy all that much here. So St. Brown can benefit while I think you have to fade DJ Chark and Josh Reynolds and Jameson Williams because the outside strength of the Jets, not only with Sauce Gardner, but the former Seahawk DJ Reed. So Amon Ross still at number 11. DeAndre Hopkins, tough matchup here against Pat Sertain, but they'll scheme him open. You should dominate the volume here from Colt McCoy. He should play through his ribs injury here. So you look at that, Colt McCoy battling the neck as well. So he's going to be good to go here for Hopkins, but I think by volume you're going to get the production with Hopkins. They can also move him around a little bit here. They didn't really throw too much into the slot last week with Greg Dortch filling in for Rondell Moore. So you're looking at Andre Hopkins having a good game here. Number 13 is Christian Kirk here, uh, right there with his uh, jersey number against the Cowboys. He should be busy in the slot. The Cowboys actually struggle with number two outside receiver, so that's uh, maybe good news here for Marvin Jones, but I really am feeling Christian Kirk a little bit more in this matchup for overcorrection from his quiet game last week. Jalen Waddle comes in at number 14. Tough matchup against the Bills, but hopefully he can get heated up. He's been quiet the past few weeks here, and we really need Tua to play a little bit better to help Hill and Waddle this week. Hill's been fine. Waddle really needs Tua to get back on track. 
Thursday night here tonight, DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett back-to-back. They've been very even all season. That's why they're even in the rankings. Chris Godwin has been pretty solid, not spectacular. Mike Evans, I know he's been majorly disappointing. It's just hard to sit these guys completely. I get it that we want to, but Evans we know can blow up any time. He's had a touchdown called back with a penalty last week. He's had the big touchdown drop. Anytime you know that explosion can come, and I think it could come against the Bengals here. You have Cam Taylor-Britt, young corner on the outside, so they're going to have to throw quite a bit in this game. So Evans, Godwin, just have to be patient. It's coming. Unfortunately, you can't sit these guys because, again, you could leave a big game on the table easily, especially with Evans. Jerry Judy, love the matchup this week. Uh, you have Byron Murphy Jr. still hurt for the Cardinals with a back injury. Now you had Marco Wilson, number two corner. I know Judy works the slot a little bit, but it doesn't matter. He's going to dominate the targets. My concern is Russell Wilson. Concussion didn't practice here early in the week, so do you get Brett Rippon? doesn't really matter. Judy's kind of that underneath guy, and I don't feel it for Cortland Sutton playing this week. So Judy can dominate targets, and he's worth it alone on that. Chris Olave really could have bumped up higher in the rankings, to be honest with you, but being a little bit conservative because of Andy Dalton, but the matchup is fantastic against the Falcons here. So that's the only reason I'm dumping Olave a little bit. The matchup is great. Here in Olave, they'll scheme him up and all over the field. Christian Watson, you cannot sit him. He's a touchdown machine here. And coming off the bye, they'll scheme him open well against the Rams. I know they have Jalen Ramsey, but kid be on Al Lazard. Things could mess around here. But Watson, all he needs is a touchdown, and he gets those. So we love him in the top 21 this week. He's 21 on the list. Terry McLaurin comes back against the Giants. Did well against him two weeks ago after the bye. Gabe Davis, another player that's really hard to sit. You would think the conditions are going to be working well here because Damian Howard could be on digs. That could open things up for Gabe Davis on the other side. So I wouldn't quit Gabe Davis. He's like Mike Evans. They're very similar, very touchdown dependent. I guess the volume has not been there for Davis, and that's been frustrating. But he's still been okay as a wide receiver, too. And you just, again, I just know if you sit him in this particular situation, it could be a blow-up spot, especially against that... Dolphins secondary that really struggled, by the way, against Mike Williams last week. So watch out for that with his size and speed causing some problems here in this matchup. And they need to get him going. And I think he'll be a bit motivated now that Cole Beasley, for some odd reason, is back. I mean, that tells you how much this Bills wide receiver core struggling. Devonta Smith, he's always there. He's kind of the Batman to the Batman of A.J. Brown. They both keep coming through. Devonta Smith with Jalen Hurts. Uh, the secondary is very beatable for the Bears. So those are your wide receivers. No brainers. Those are top 24. So in a 12-team league, if you start two, those are your guys here this week. Uh, we'll get into what you do when you start three wide receivers or flex to give you some options there with our wide receiver starts and sits in our next segment here on Locked on Fantasy Football. At Locked on Fantasy Football, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. That is Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked on Fantasy Football listeners 40% off a new security system. Don't put this off. And really, Simply Safe has got you covered. They've got their advanced technology just off the charts here. You can control your system from the smartphone app. You can watch your security cameras that are recording in crystal clear HD. And there's a wide range of high-tech sensors. There's just so much there that uh, Simply Safe is going to keep you protected here. And Simply Safe, uh, not only the technology is great, but the 
personal touch, the professionals that are really there 24-7, the monitoring agents are available there. And if you have any issues, the customer support staff is right on it here to help you at Simply Safe. Simply Safe, because of all this, was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report, and that's for a third year in a row. Again, it's amazing here. An emergency 24-7 professional monitoring agencies, fast protect technology, exclusive from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, you can stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or just your camera and system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, we'll get into our wide receiver start set recommendations here for the week in a moment. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's uh, make some other wide receiver decisions here for you. Chris Moore. How do we like it? How do we like it? More, more, more? Yes, I think you'll get that this week here from the Texans receiver. He was a special teams ace there. But, man, with the Brand Cooks and Nico Collins injury, he just looked great here. Didn't matter if it was Davis Mills or Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, this uh, rotation of quarterback is going to continue against the Chiefs here. But, man, I do like this matchup. It's at home, so no weather issues there. Garbage time, plenty of negative game script you figure is in store against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. We saw the rack up there and the secondary for the Chiefs, a lot of youth there. So Chris Moore, a little bit of a savvy veteran, can play inside, but also proved outside. So if Cooks and Collins missed the game, and it looks like that, they didn't practice early in the week, you're looking good here for Chris Moore as a volume-based play. Once again, that's why we liked him last week. He came through way more than we expected, making some big plays. He had two 40-yard plays. 10 for 124, so I don't want to expect those numbers, but wide, wide receiver 3, you could do a lot worse here than uh, getting the Texans' best receiver in a negative game script against a weak secondary. Al Lazard against the Rams, uh, there might be some attention on Christian Watson. Lazard is uh, overdue to play here, but he should be fully healthy now. I really like the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. We've talked about them. Really, the whole Packers offense there Monday night, they're going to bring it. You'll see a lot of Lambo leaps here. And especially if they're still in the playoff race, it's going to be kind of exciting to see what the Packers offense does to dismantle Baker Mayfield and the Rams there. So the Packers wake up call after the bye for sure. I did mention that I like the other receivers in this game that is the Vikings. So, so Adam Thielen, yeah, love it. To Kenny Moore, by the way, the outstanding slot corner for the Colts. Looks like he's going to miss the game. Two missed practices here early. We get the status there as early it's Thursday because it's a Saturday game, so we'll know. But Adam Thielen, that's going to really help him. He scored now in a couple games here of late. So Thielen getting reheated in the offense a little bit with Kirk Cousins playing off one Justin Jefferson. That means I also like Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce. The Vikings should get out to a lead here. I think it's a little bit back and forth. So whether it's negative game script or back and forth, it's a secondary. Cam Dantzler could return here this week. We'll see, but... I still like Pittman and Pierce, and if you were desperate, you could look at Paris Campbell, also in the slot this week. But 
Pittman I like as a backhand wide receiver three as well as Pierce and Campbell more of a flex play this week while Thielen definitely a wide receiver three with touchdown upside here. Juju Smith-Schuster it's a good matchup for him in the slot uh, the cover two range I love Smith-Schuster and Kelsey in this game against the Texans. Smith-Schuster got on the board here with a touchdown last week so a little bit more inspired to play Juju in that matchup against the cover two so I love that Zay Jones should stay hot here they're trying to work him in the Cowboys can't struggle even with Trayvon Diggs he can give up some big plays but their other corner we mentioned Kelvin Joseph they don't have a lot without Anthony Brown so love Zay Jones to keep it going Josh Palmer the Chargers should be extremely pass happy once again extremely is the word that we're going to use here but yeah it is extreme go with Josh Palmer this week I mean you look at the passing game it has to be the way the Chargers attack they can't really run the ball against good kind of matchups there with the running game this is a horrible matchup against the Titans so throw 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 how do you like it how do you like it more 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 with Palmer as well this week so getting a little wacky here it is almost Christmas it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas and if you play Palmer this week you can open up some good uh, trickle-down production so Palmer is more of a flex play but I do like him here if you're desperate as a wide receiver three especially in PPR leagues because I think Palmer will be targeted quite a bit here with uh, Gerald Everett so I expect Justin Herbert to throw 50 times again. It's going to happen against this Titans secondary. We just went a little bit downfield, so it's a little bit more efficient here with those 50 yards or 50 attempts. And we want to see some 50-yard plays as well. Drake London, I'm feeling Drake London. I think that combination of him and Desmond Ritter is going to help him. London coming off a good game before the bye, his best game since that game against the Rams several weeks ago. I think it was week two. So Drake London... I love to heat up this week. Marshawn Lattimore still a little bit banged up with that abdomen injury, but I think they'll do a little bit better job of being aggressive with Desmond Ritter and getting to him downfield. Richie James is hurting here. So we look at uh, Darius Slayton against the Commanders. Yeah, so if Richie James cannot play with that concussion, we have Darius Slayton, the default number one. This Commander secondary is still pretty weak, the weakest part of their team right now. You can't run all that. He's on the Commanders. So I think you'll see that old-school Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, connection heat up Elijah Moore if you're desperate he got on the board with a lot of targets last week and Corey Davis again could miss the game so you're looking at a lot of Garrett Wilson a lot of Elijah Moore and a lot of Zonovan Knight touching the ball here for the Jets in that great matchup against the Lions DJ Moore looks like he's going to play here for the Panthers but I do like Terrace Marshall DJ Moore just not feeling it too much with Sam Darnold I love Terrace Marshall here to play off that number two coverage of the Steelers this week. Trenton Irwin, he's my sleeper of the week. Let's check on Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. I do think he's okay if Boyd is out because the Buccaneers, again, could be banged up with Sean Murphy, Bunting, and Jamel Dean. So Trenton Irwin also proved he can make big plays on the outside. So if Higgins and Boyd sit, Irwin is definitely a wide receiver three. I think if uh, Boyd is out alone, then you look at Irwin as a potential flex play. So deeper cuts here for sure to help you in this critical time. How about Nelson Aguilar here? Uh, Jacoby Meyer still limited, not cleared from concussion protocol. Devontae Parker is in concussion protocol. Thanks in part to Nelson Aguilar pointing out that he was having a head injury against the Cardinals. So what is this game for Nelson Aguilar? Let's uh, think about it. Oh yeah, he was a former Raider. That makes this a revenge game. It is a good matchup against the secondary. Really beat up with Rock Sin hurting here as well as uh, really don't have a lot. Sam Webb, their number two corner they are tough in the slot, and sometimes Aguilar could line up there with uh, Nate Hobbs, but Hobbs has had him play outside a little bit with Yasin uh, 
hobbled here and uh, Sam Webb maybe not being available with an illness. So something to watch out there. But Aguilar is going to have to be the default busy guy. And uh, Myers could easily pivot to the slot if Parker is out as well. So a lot of layers to unpack there. But if you're desperate, Nelson Aguilar is a dark throw wide receiver three, especially in PPR leagues or a flex play, you can definitely think about him this week. So giving you some deeper cuts here with Irwin and Aguilar if your team needs it this week. And Jahan Dotson also falls into that category as well as we mentioned Alec Pierce as an option for you there. Now let's look at the sit for the receivers. I don't like Amari Cooper down in Peoples Jones this week. This Ravens secondary is nasty. I don't like Amari Cooper especially playing through a hip injury. We haven't seen the Christian Watson or the Deshaun Watson chemistry heat up there with Amari Cooper. I much prefer Christian Watson than Cooper this week. Down in Peoples Jones had a big yardage game last week. The previous week had a return touchdown against the Texans. So he's been very playable, consistent overall this season. Maybe one or two clunker games with wide receiver three, but. This Ravens secondary is legit here. It doesn't matter where Marlon Humphrey or Marcus Peters line up. They have good safety help with Marcus Williams back. So, low scoring game. I want to fade as many receivers here. Ravens, we're not touching those receivers. Uh, the Browns, I think that we could pivot. Now, Brandon Ayuk, some would say, okay, Debo Samuel's out. This can help Brandon Ayuk. I don't think it does because it puts a lot of attention and easy coverage there for Tyreek Woolen is bigger than Ayuk. I know that could help Ayuk because he can use his body a little bit more. As a smaller, quicker guy, but they also have Mike Jackson. They also have good safety help in pass defense. So I'm not feeling Brandon Ayuk. I don't think the volume is going to be there. I think it's going to be a lot of Christian McCaffrey in the passing game. I think you'll see either Jawan Jennings or Ray Ray McLeod or Kyle Juszczyk, one of these guys that get involved, or Danny Gray here to work around the matchups. And George Kittle really can dominate, we know, against the Seahawks. So Kittle and McCaffrey, I think, are going to be leading receivers. And I think Ayuk, if he doesn't come up with a touchdown, is going to be disappointing this week. Marquise Brown, Colt McCoy, that combination is terrible here for him because he's not going to push the ball downfield. He doesn't have the chemistry that uh, Kyler Murray does. So you can't go with Hollywood with that quarterback change with, unfortunately, Murray out for the season. George Pickens and Deontay Johnson not getting it done. We'll have to see if Kenny Pickett can clear concussion protocol. But with Mitchell Trubisky on the road against J.C. Horn and that Panthers pass defense, no way. DJ Chark, uh, probably going to get to either DJ Reed or Sauce Gardner on the outside, not feeling it there. Curtis Samuel with the Commanders, uh, more of Jahan Dotson could be in store. I know he had a good game against the Giants before the bye, but a lot of it was dependent on his rushing a little bit, and I don't know if he can get that consistently here. So fading Samuel with the return of Dotson at full speed here for the second straight week. I can't trust any of these Cowboys. Noah Brown, Michael Gallup, James Washington. They have now T.Y. Hilton in the mix. They're just trying to find some answers. So it's a CeeDee Lamb-dominated game there. I could chase Van Jefferson to 2-2 Atwell there with Baker Mayfield. I'm not feeling with Jair Alexander in that Packers secondary Monday night. We said no Ravens, no Mac Collins either. Now, something to also put on the side note, Hunter Renfro designated possibly return. I'm not feeling with either guy here, Hollins or Renfro this week. And uh, we'll talk about Darren Waller in our next uh, segment as we close things out with our tight end. Ranking starts sits and our defense starts and sits. What to do with those uh, players? I, I would be erring on the side of caution there with those injured players returning because we're not 100% sure and it's a late window game here for you this week. So good stuff here all around with our wide receivers. We'll get into, again, tight ends and streaming defenses, what you should do there with your players in our final segment here on Locked On Fantasy Football. We do have an exciting betting partner here on Locked On Fantasy Football. It is Bet Online, and it is a great time of the year. We have one more World Cup game to get on the action, so go all in on that one with France and Argentina. Find your best bets there at Bet Online. We've got uh, 
a month more of NFL games, and we get bowl season started on Friday night, so exciting there for all the sports. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro to college bowl season to basketball, World Cup, NHL. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well to help you with your wagering. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information at Bet Online. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling it and calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance plan goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you tow your car, you kill someone? Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever drive sober or get pulled over this message brought to you by the national highway traffic and safety administration all right it is time to close the show here on locked on fantasy football let's look at the tight ends and defenses here the starts of the week uh, travis kelsey yep Fire him up against the Texans. Good matchup there. Mark Andrews, is he ever going to get going again? He's still the tight end, two on the board. He gets the Browns this week. He has hit or miss uh, history against them. Good news, it looks like Tyler Huntley is going to be cleared from the concussion protocol. So maybe Huntley and Andrews can rekindle some of that magic from last week in a slightly better defensive matchup than they had last week against the Steelers. On the road, you look at TJ Hawkinson. It's a good matchup there against the Colts. So another guy that you can get in involved is the third guy behind Jefferson and Thielen for Kirk Cousins, who we like a lot this week. Dalton Schultz, the Jaguars can be giving two tight ends. We saw last week with Chig Aconquo and Austin Hooper going off. So Dalton Schultz it comes in at number four. George Kittle, great matchup. Let's see if he comes through on Thursday night. The Seahawks are that cheat code A for your tight ends this season for the most part. If there's a good tight end on the other side, he usually does well. So that bodes well for George Kittle, especially with Debo Samuel out. Greg Dolchitz is in cheat code B against the Cardinals. The Cardinals have actually become the worst team now. Great matchup here for him, and there's also a wide receiver concern there with Cortland Sutton. So George Kittle should be the second targeted player behind Christian McCaffrey. Dolchitz should be behind Jerry Judy. We like that there. So they come in at 5-6. and six. Pat Freerboots has been pretty solid here. It's easier to throw on the slot with the Panthers, and that's what Freemuth has uh, done here. So hopefully he'll get it going with those wide receivers struggling again. He's at number seven. David Ajoku, hard to sit. He just keeps producing here, and he's uh, good to go against the Ravens. The Ravens do give up numbers to the tight end here, and Ajoku does kind of feel it with uh, Sean Watson. Keep in mind, he missed the first game, but really got going in the game last week. Uh, it was like one series where it was all in Ajoku. And it really worked out. Now, Taysom Hill, if he's still tight end eligible, I like him a lot against the Falcons. And really, you look at it, they don't have Mark Ingram in this game. They don't have a lot of experience at running back behind in terms of uh, beyond special teams. They had to sign David 
Johnson here and uh, Dwayne Washington. So Taysom Hill is going to be factored in a lot more in the running game. It's a great matchup for him against the Falcons here. So sneaky plays Taysom Hill if you're desperate at tight end because, again, he's a running back and he's going to play that role a little bit more. This week, Dawson Knox loved the matchup against the Dolphins. It's a very giving matchup for the tight end. So Dawson Knox could find the end zone for second straight week. Gerald Everett going to be busy with those guys. We mentioned Allen Williams and Palmer for the Chargers. Hunter Henry in a good spot. He did okay last week in the Cardinals cheat code. Didn't get him the end zone, but did lead the team with 70 receiving yards. The Raiders have had trouble covering the tight end. Last week, they didn't uh, get a tight end there with Tyler Higby blocking. So I do like Hunter Henry getting more involved, especially if Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers missed the game. Chickaconquo, we talked about him and having that matchup against the Jaguars last week. It's a good matchup against the Chargers there. Tyler Conklin has a pretty good finishing schedule. The Lions are up this week. The Jaguars are next here. So good stuff here for Tyler Conklin, especially being the third target behind Wilson and Moore with uh, now having Corey Davis back on the shelf with a concussion here for the Jets. So those are the guys that I like. Evan Ingram I do not like because we went from a massive game last week against the Titans, the Titans that were not very good here against the tight end. The Cowboys are the best defense in the NFL and fantasy football against the tight end. So cannot go there by the numbers. Those numbers are pretty accurate at this time of season. Ingram, we're not playing into that Cowboys game. Don't go chasing last week's point. If you're desperate, I get it. But it's been pretty bad out there. So he might be the best of the worst here. So we can go there. Tyler Higby blocking too much. We're not going with him. Cole Komet, the shine is off. He had that one stretch. It's over. Foster Moreau, we're going to go more no with him, but the one thing that uh, I'm also looking at is Darren Waller could return, and Darren Waller and Dallas Goddard. I think they'll be careful in Philadelphia with Goddard. I don't think they need him to beat the Bears. They have the Cowboys coming up next week. This is a big game here. They could activate Waller, but uh, I don't know what you're going to get from Waller. He's just been disappointing when he's on the field, so that makes me just want to avoid Moreau and Waller this week a lot more, so I, I'm just not feeling with Darren Waller. I get it. It's desperate times a tight end and that's not a good reason to play him there's some uh, smarter plays as we just mentioned above there no offense still has uh will disley and colby parkinson to work about not going to play him on thursday night and k dotton has some good matchups coming up this one is not working out here against the bengals they're tough against the tight end and camera Bright is uh, fully healthy here for them so there's your look at your tight end start sits so rankings recommendations let's do that for defense special teams I know the Texans, they were okay against the Cowboys. The Cowboys disappointed. The Chiefs, however, are on a heater here with their defense special teams. They put up some numbers here the past few weeks. So I love them, number one this week. Playing really well for Steve Spagnuolo, making plays here. Looking at the Broncos at home against Colt McCoy and the Cardinals. Love that. 49ers uh, tonight against the Seahawks. Bills at home against the struggling Tua Tagola on Saturday night. Eagles playing the Bears, and Justin Fields can make mistakes there and give up some sacks in that one. Cowboys on the road, Jacksonville. Just be a little bit buyer beware. The Cowboys are hard defense to sit, but uh, Trevor Lawrence coming off a hot game. I think he'll cool off quite a bit. The Ravens going to do some damage against the Browns this week with eliminating that team. Patriots should have some success in the Raiders, and the Cardinals might get Brett Rippon there in that matchup against the Broncos this week, and that really helps. Really chasing the opposing team a little bit more. Do you like the Vikings at home against the Colts? I think Matt Ryan is always a potential for some sacks and picks. Here, uh, you got the Packers, same thing with Baker Mayfield at home against the Rams, uh, emotional home time prime 
halftime bump there. The Jets at home against the Lions. Jared Goff outdoors against bad defense or good defenses usually comes up small here and makes mistakes, so keep that in mind. The Steelers, uh, they can go after Sam Darnold and wreak havoc, as well as the Panthers in that game against either Pickett or Trubisky at quarterback. You look at the Saints, uh, they can cause some havoc there against Desmond Ritter there at home. And the Commanders, you can look at, they think the Giants uh, will struggle a little bit in that game for sure. Let's look at the weaker starts this week. I'm not going to trust the Browns against the Ravens. Tyler Huntley can move the ball here, and the Ravens can run the ball with J.K. Dobbins. Not going to feel the Giants on the road. They can get gashed on the ground. Same thing with the Chargers against Derrick Henry. Same thing with the Buccaneers. Their run defense is pretty weak. Vita Vea is hurting, so not good here to tee off on Joe Burrow. I'm not going to trust the Bengals. Uh, Tom Brady usually gets rid of the ball quickly. Protects not a lot of sacks and picks there available against that Bucks offense, even when struggling. Raiders, not going to go with them. The Patriots, Mac Jones, starting to feel the Raiders' defense not very good. Colts, you're not going to play on the road against Kirk Cousins, especially with no Kenny Moore. And uh, banged up there. And uh, looking at the Dolphins, yeah, they're not playable on the road at all against the Bills here. So those are your start sit recommendations and rankings for defense special teams. We gave you the tight ends. Earlier in the show, we gave you wide receivers. So very comprehensive look here at uh, these positions. And that's why you call Matchup Thursday. We dive deep into the matchups, tell you who to play, who to not play here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. Thanks for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Good luck if you got players going in the Seahawks 49ers game to start your playoffs or get in your playoffs here in season leagues. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow, lineup Friday, with their DFS advice and the injury updates you know for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday games.